The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Early next month, there'll be a new Garda transport hub opening in Houston Station. It will allow Garda to monitor a number of national transport networks. Uh, joining me now is Tom O'Connor, Assistant General Secretary of the NBRU, and Maddox Flynn, Independent Dublin City Councillor. Good morning and welcome to you both. Uh, Tom, first of all, the NBRU, delighted with this development? Any investment in uh, provision of uh, security for public transport workers and users is welcome. But we believe it's only the first step. Uh, the the, the Hobart Houston and, and, and potentially Conley uh, needs to be enhanced upon. Uh, we've been calling for a dedicated and fully funded uh, on Gardaíche Connor Transport Division for some time. And we believe that's what's required uh, to police the public transport network. The network is vast. So will the Hobart at Houston and Hobart Conley uh, will in, in enhance the security offering uh, to some degree. It's not going to take care of the problem of antisocial behaviour. And if you, when you think of the investment that's ongoing in public transport with bus connects connecting Ireland, uh, Cork Rail, uh, the, the rail review is going to be released, uh, the metro, uh, all this money and all this investment is for nothing if we can't convince the 71% of people that still uh, use the private car uh, for journeys on the public transport and they'll only do that when public transport is safe and the, the only way to do that is to have a visible yeah. presence across the network I mean you, so you have uh, issues even in packed uh, trains and, and buses you know you get messers they tend to be the outliers the, I suppose it's more concerning when trains and, and buses are not that busy and you get people who are being picked upon by gougers uh, and they feel very unsafe. So it's kind of after hours, in between hours, that people might feel more vulnerable than at peak. Uh, well, it can, uh, look, at a peak time, because the trains will be so packed and there's so many people on it, uh, yes, but I mean, we, we tend to see antisocial behaviour in, in the evening times uh, and the like. And we've had some serious assaults staff members mm. uh, six seven eight nine o'clock in the evening uh, we don't tend to see that sort of behavior in, in, in the early morning uh, but it's, 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 people have the right to come to work yeah. and feel safe and yeah indeed, indeed Tom. now i want to ask you about um how this thing might work because having a guard the hub in houston station it is also the place where there are other um I suppose organisations represented. Dublin City Council, have they a presence there? Um, obviously, Erin Road there and Bus Erin must have some sort of presence. But what is there? Are there control rooms to which the Gardaí then might have access? Well, yeah, look, the, the National Control Centre is uh, the centre that's going to control the movement of all the trains. It, 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 it's a massive investment again in our public transport uh, and it's a, a move away from the old uh, signal and control systems that are currently based uh, over Conley Station. But uh, coupled with that, uh, there'll be pods for, for uh, the bus operators uh, and Garda Sheikana and the councils. So so, so all the elements are, will be in the... the but is it the idea center. that it, 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 somehow the Garda will have sight of the Dublin City uh, cameras uh, showing if there's any yobbery going on on the streets themselves or at junctions? Uh, bus air and whatever facilities they have and then Erin uh, Road there and the kind of uh, I- information they have every station has CCTV one presumes on the network um, but 
I'm trying to get a handle on what happens. Suppose a, a driver is aware that somewhere in one of the carriages behind him or her, there's something going on. And is there CCTV in every train carriage? There is, there is. Now, that's not presumably being live streamed, or is it? Uh, does it depend on the driver activating a feed? Can they get it in real time? Uh, I'm not aware that it is real time. Um, so it's good for convictions after the fact. If you nail the job, you can bring this evidence to court. But in terms of real-time info, that's not available from the trains. Yeah, and in terms of uh, prevention, like a physical presence in a Garda uniform uh, or multiple Garda uniforms will prevent something, right? But having this hope, or even as is currently uh, a direct line to a Garda Shikana, is reactionary. So we're always after the fact, after the assault, or after the attack, or after the robbery has taken place, uh, there's intervention. Uh, yeah. What we're calling for is something more. So there's a presence there to prevent. Yeah. Is, uh, you know, there have been obviously high profile prosecutions about yobbery uh, uh, associated with rail travel, uh, be it on the Dart or on mainline rail. Uh, does that act as any kind of deterrent, do you think, when people hear about it? Or are the kind of people who do this never reading a newspaper, never looking at a news feed online, never caring about what people think? Well, I think there's an element in society now that that, that have no fear or, or don't care. And they they only uh, use drugs, so they, they only assault and abuse people uh, without uh, fear of, of repercussion. Okay, so this is a, a baby step in the right direction, but you need a lot more. Correct, correct. Right. Look, at it, it, until we have the, the the fully funded transport division to go with the the, the, the billions of euro in investment in public transport, uh, they go hand in hand. They, they can't, uh, you can't decouple them and say we provide the public transport but sure, the, the security it doesn't matter they have to go hand in hand if this is to be success Yeah it, it strikes me that you know we're talking yesterday about the Gardaí uh, using cameras to detect whether someone's using a mobile phone while driving a car or not wearing a seatbelt so we're embracing a pretty all embracing technology there um, so Maybe we need something a little more uh, proactive, although, you know, so many trains running, so many carriages, it's impossible to have a continuous feed from every train carriage uh, going into a control centre. It would boggle the mind, but perhaps artificial intelligence uh, can play a role in detecting when bad behaviour is going on and, you know, feed that camera into a screen. Yeah, but we still have to get there. It's all very well having side of the instance and look, uh, anti-social behaviour there's no hotspots you know uh, the Cork mainline rail the north side of the dart a couple of bus routes in, in, in Cork uh, Limerick uh, Navin uh, three routes in particular in Dublin they're known so we wouldn't have to spread the resources yeah. too thin to, to monitor those but it's about having when you, you know something's happened to be able to get there or be on the spot but to have a presence that would deter these people to make them think twice. Yeah. Uh, uh, Just a a comment from one of our listeners. In Melbourne at night, every station has two public safety officers and they are present until the last train has run. Is that the kind of thing you're talking about? Yeah, uh, except that that, um, we're calling for it to be uh, an unguarded Shia Khanna division. 
So, I mean, they're, they're the law enforcement arm of the state. Uh, private security, and uh, we don't, it's sort of toothless because the people that carry out these atrocities and now that the private security can't... Yeah, and they've, they've no uh, powers of arrest anyway, the private security people. Another one from Mick. I was on a tram in Estonia. I opened a can of Coke. The tram stopped. The driver came to me and said, no drinks. I got away with a warning because I was visiting and presumably was unaware of that rule. How often do your members have to act as uh, a police force enforcing well, behaviour on buses and trains? We don't. Like, I mean, we... we, we we advise our members don't get involved in confrontation. Uh, I mean, their their job is to to, to drive the trains, drive the buses, uh, walk the platforms and the stations. Yeah. Uh, although the bylaws say there's no uh, consuming food or drink on board public transport, uh, especially the, the buses, um, it, it's not the job of the staff to, to police that type of thing. All right. Uh, look, thank you very much, Tom, uh, for that. Mannix Flynn, independent Dublin City Councillor, listening to that conversation. Mannix, what is your take on this new Garda Hub? Well, I welcome the fact that the Department of Justice have now recognised that there's a catastrophic problem on public transport. But that same problem is in the public domain and it's all over social housing and public housing and it's all over our streets. I'm disappointed, really, you know, because, again, this didn't come from the Garda Commissioner. This came from the, the interim minister of, of justice, and I just think it's again it's a bit like the O'Connor Street Garda station. You know, what I mean, it doesn't have any cells, it doesn't really have any kind of teeth, and it's mainly for directing tourists. So the hub up in Houston and the hub in, in Conley Station aren't suffice. This needs to be dealt with by way of uh, charge sheets and by way of being bringing individuals before the court. And this horse has been bolting for the last fifteen odd years, and it really is bad. If you take, for instance, the say the, the Lewis. There's almost a paramilitary security force on that, and they can't contain the situation because these individuals simply get away with it. Two weeks ago, it was on the dart, and three individuals were openly smoking heroin. That heroin was traveling down the carriage, and young children were inhaling. I have to stop the train, and the driver who was on his own had to get out and actually get these people removed. You know, you've got a situation at the moment where on Garda Shia the general, the Garda Representative Association, are booing the commissioner. You know, you've got a situation of rostrum. So what rostrum are these people going to be on? You need the security on the trains. You need police on the street. That's what the deterrent is going to be. Simply having one officer or two officers down in Houston Station with no cell, you know what I mean? Uh, you know what, I mean? Uh, what are they going to do? Are they going to wait for a car to come? I mean, I know Houston is right beside the new uh, Garda headquarters station, uh, which is just there at Houston Quarter, uh, having been removed from, uh, from uh, Harcourt Street. Uh, but again... The whole policing of the state, the whole policing of the city is undergoing a catastrophic constitutional change. And we can see that by the recent outbursts that come from Garda Shia in relation to uh, the, uh, the, the general, the, the, uh, the Garda Representative Association. So I'm not very happy with what's being rolled out here. As a member of the Joint Policing Committee, I listen to all these statistics. I look at senior management officers, and this is all being management-driven. But when you speak to the officers on the ground, when I speak to staff on the trains, because I'm on public transport all the time, i just gotten off the train, and I speak to them there, the situation for them is that they're full of fear now. So you need to address their fear, and you need to put confidence back into the public transport. I do not see people stepping out of a car's path. I do not see people stepping out of private transport to get on to get on to get on the various trains because it's not that, as I say, the staff don't try. It's just that they're too dangerous. And at the end of the day, I just think that it's kind of you know incumbent upon the minister to roll out a proper program 
rather than talking about hubs. We're going to stick a hub. We all know what that language is. Yeah, but that, that hub, about. I mean, if, for example, the Gardaí have access to the video feeds from the various agencies, Bus Air and Airno there and, and DCC, uh, surely that's better than kind of waiting for the call to come in from these uh, particular monitoring again, 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 sorry for cutting the course, but you made that point. I mean, surveillance and after the fact is not good enough. You need this thing to be proactively in preventing the situation. There's more cameras in this country than there ever was in Hollywood. We are up to our necks in security cameras all over the place. And they're grand when you're actually prosecuting someone, etc., etc. But for simply going out and doing your business, and trying to get on a train. What you want to see is the guards. Many years ago, there would have been a train driver. There would have been a man or a woman walking up and down the train. There would have been the same on the bus. There would have been a driver and there would have been a conductor. Yeah, but you heard uh, from from Tom there. Tom said they don't encourage their members to get involved in any altercations. It's not about encouraging members to get involved in altercations. It's about the members of the public feeling safe. And it's about those individuals who who would care to behave in an appalling manner. Uh, to understand that there's consequences and there's, and there's, and there's a witness Okay, there. but, but you, have, you have someone walking up and down the train, and I mean, they could be pushing a trolley with refreshments on it, um, and they're a, a staff member or subcontracted or whatever, and they see trouble. What do they do? Uh, according to Tom, I mean, what they push the trolley the other way. They don't get engaged. Well, I mean, the, the, no, 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 the, but the point of the matter is that the person who's calling these individuals is the person who's been impacted by them. So when they see someone coming to their assistance path, that's the way it is. But I feel that what the minister has given us here is an ambulance without wheels. It's going nowhere. No yeah, could could it be, Manix, I'm just trying to understand the logic of the minister putting a couple of guards in Houston Station with access to these cameras. I mean, it, it is perhaps a way of gathering the intelligence as to where the trouble you know is likely is. to start. As, as you know, which stations, which lines, what times the, the trouble happens. Look, look, and therefore, we, then we, you we, can put your agents in undercover uh, to nab these guys in the act. We have all this information. We've had this information for years. For years we've had this information. So what do you do when you apprehend the, in, the individuals? Do you charge them with antisocial behaviour? Do you charge them with using heroin? What do you charge them with? What do you do with them? Because at the end of the day, when we talk about like drug use and smoking heroin illegally on, on the train, we have a citizens' assembly wanting to, you know, de- you know decriminalise drugs and legalise drugs. So that's going to lead. So the, the thing is, it's harebrained. That's the situation. And yeah. if you listen to one guy... But, but you, you see, you're not, allowed, you're not allowed to smoke tobacco on the train. And you've got guys smoking heroin. I mean, it it, it doesn't make sense. And then, of course, you know, the argument is, is drug addiction, smoking heroin on public transport, is that supposed to be treated medically or criminally? Well, again, these are the issues. But you have to remember that the innocent person who's on the train, the public who want to get out of the car to save the environment, those people that are going about the lawful business are the ones that we are trying to protect. People working in the job are the ones who we are trying to protect. And this kind of response from the minister is, you know, it's, it's Disney is what it is. It's nonsense is what it is. And as I said, Pat, I'm 15 years in the council. I walk those streets. I'm on those streets. I'm on that public transport. I witness it with my own eyes and ears. I see what's going on down here. But as I say, at the end of the day, this is a failure from the Department of Justice. It's a failure from garden management. It's a major failure from Irish Rail and, and the like because they haven't responded many years ago to this particular issue. And again, I say to you, where in this day have you seen somebody being brought before the court for antisocial behaviour? And again, where do you roll it out? The public have now got used to this situation. And they kind of, as, the, as, the, as Tom said earlier on, the best train to use or the best transport system to use in this country is very early morning because you're generally safe enough there. 
But any time after but that... But the obs sleep in, do they? <laughs> they don't Beg get up. Pardon? The obs don't well, get I mean, up early. It's, it's, just, it's just a different atmosphere. And it's not even about jobs. I mean, people can kick off for all sorts of reasons. So what do you do when five people get on uh, the dark and they have their feet on the seats? And, you know, they won't take them. But there's a whole clatter of situations that are going on here. What do you do when somebody goes onto a platform and they're on their scooter and they're cycling or are scootering up and down the platform? There's a whole lot of stuff here. And it needs a coherent, proper approach by way of a transport police, a policy, recruitment. I mean, what about the Garda Reserve? I mean, they're telling us that they're going to put, like, safety officers or some companies going to put safety officers uh, down in the streets of Dublin. I mean, what power do they have? If you go to any other jurisdiction, like, like Spain or like France, there's a whole myriad of individuals out there protecting the public, looking out for the public. And that's really what you need here. The idea that we're going to roll out surveillance cameras to surveil everybody, that the body cameras that Angara Shikana were expecting to get are merely to spy on everybody, that's not good enough. What people want to see is contact with individuals to know it's safe, to know that when they call somebody past, they're not going to wait 15 minutes or half an hour for a guard response. Yeah. Or a security Manic, some more of the text coming in from Rob. In Thailand, and I'm sure in other countries, there are traffic police, tourist police, transport police, other specialist police units with uh, such a number of billions of surplus in the government coffers. What is uh, the delay? That's from Rob. David says, so the staff are not responsible for enforcing rules on public transport. Who is then? Total cop-out from the, the union. So the idea that you see someone who's doing something that they're not supposed to do on a Dublin bus, for example, or on a bus errand, like if they're smoking or whatever they're doing that they shouldn't be doing, feet up in the seats, that the driver is supposed to just ignore them and call the guards? Um, but, 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 but again, Pat, the, the, the man is employed to drive the bus. He's not employed to do security. He can certainly ask someone, like, like I asked the driver to take or ask the individual to, to get off the, the, the train. And he did that at risk, and I stood there while he actually did that situation, and the people complied. But, I mean, you have to be fair. I mean, what's happened now is that it's very dangerous. You've got people carrying bottles, knives. You've got, you know, people ready to use violence. So, you know, I mean, I, I understand the staffing point of view, and I understand where the trade unions come from, and I don't believe that the trade union are copping out here. I mean, you know, Irish Rail can employ security staff if they wish. You can be damn sure that the security staff in, in, the, you know, in and around their offices, like in Dublin City Council offices, there's plenty of private security staff. City Hall is private security staff. But when it comes to the blocks of flats, there's no security staff. The same thing applies here. The public are being left high and dry here. And the minister, interim, you know what I mean, Simon Harris, needs to wake up and walk those streets and get on those trains and see what the public are actually facing. And he also needs to listen to the rank-and-file members of Angardashi O'Connor who've been telling the, the commissioner, telling the Department of Justice just exactly what it's like. And he needs to change those rosters so as that we can actually have members of Angardashi O'Connor, not just on the trains and on the buses you know, and in, and in the train station, but on their public streets. We did it for Joe Biden. Let's do it for our own citizens. All right, Bannix, thank you very much for joining us. Bannix Flynn, Independent Dublin City Councillor, and before that, Tom O'Connor, Assistant General Secretary of the NBRU. Uh, some more of the text said, every step we like to have a light touch with regard to littering, rules of the road, control of dogs, general antisocial behaviour. It's a, a case of Ash or let him off. He was only acting up. We are getting what we now deserve. Just do what you like. That's from uh, 
John. Uh, this one uh, from Dahi, the NBRU want Gardaí on every train and every bus. Also complaints, we still haven't got enough Gardaí on the streets, all the while when we've more Gardaí than ever we had. So maybe there is a rustering problem. That's uh, according to Dahi. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.